Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And Stat Pat to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Hey, welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast. We are the voice of the professional fan. We are the voice of all fans. This is your station. This is your show. However, we get to host it today. How you doing, Money Mike? Man, I'm good. I'm good, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, as you we- see, uh, one of our co-hosts, Stat Pat, can't be with us. He's still dealing with some personal stuff, but we love him, and Much he love. will definitely be with us uh, very, very soon. So shout out to Stat Pat. We're with you, and we love you, buddy. Um, okay, so we have a great show. Of course, I am Simsta. This is Money Mike. And again, this is the Profanity Nation podcast. Yeah, let's do it. So we have a great show tonight. As always, we're going to start out with our boy Marco Nunez with the five-minute injury wrap-up. Marco, you did it. Marco, you did it. You did it, Marco. We're going to get Marco on here really quick. Uh, We're going to go ahead and talk Lakers because, as you mentioned there, LeBron is back. AD is back. That's right. We are now rolling again. The Lakers are rolling. Um, We have a lot of other things to talk about. We want to talk about can the Lakers regain um, other things today, playoff seedings and so forth. But let's get started, as we always do, with our good friend Marco Nunez. Marco, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Thank you. We couldn't wait to get you on today. Uh, Money Mike wants to compliment you on your great work, of course, of getting uh, LeBron James. (laughs) (laughs) All your great advice. Yeah, exactly. no, hey, but you know what though? You actually do because you inform us and, and help help us understand what the behind the scenes process is. You know, it kind of says, you know, when you know you translate what they say. In the media, so we really appreciate all that you do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really does mean a lot. It it uh, it, it helps us understand uh, not only the timelines, but what they're kind of doing. You know, behind right. the scenes. So it's huge. Right. Uh, let's just get started there. Um, you know, LeBron is back. Um, however, uh, the quoted headline, uh, as LeBron has been heard saying, is that uh, he will never be a hundred percent again. I'm not sure if you've heard that, but he has said that. And I'm kind of curious as to your take. Is that something that he's saying as a player? Is that something that he may have been told? Uh, well, you know what? One, for, first of all, there's when the season begins, not there's not a single player that's 100% because you have aches, you have pains, you have soreness, you have issues that, you know, chronic issues that, that every player kind of experiences. So, so there's no such thing as one as a player ever being 100%. Two, him coming back from from the injury, you know, I had estimated four to six weeks. I think most of the experts estimated four to six weeks. He came back right back at the, at the six-week mark. Um, now, uh, granted, was he at 100%? Did, did they wait till he got 100% that we don't know? But, you know, he mentioned that. He mentioned that, you know, he's not going to be 100%. So we're going to speculate that he wasn't 100% based on the information that he provided. But that's the same thing. Like, you know, when working with Kobe, Kobe was never, ever 100% whenever he played. But that's what made Kobe so great that he came back and there was issues. He was always constantly in the training room, but getting treatments, but not necessarily treatments as far as for injuries or, or rehab, but for maintenance type of thing. Mm-hmm. And that was understood. I mean, there was there was a, a game um, that we knew. But then the question is, and then this is the, the million dollar question: Would you take a LeBron, a Kobe, Michael Jordan at about seventy five percent, eighty eighty five percent healthy versus other players? Right. That's like the question. 
Well, well, as you said that that Kobe was really never a hundred percent. That just really scared me into thinking, my goodness, if he was, if he was ever really, truly, I mean, I'm sure in moments he felt 100% while he was during, you know, in a game, but wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, so I can understand that. Uh, maybe it didn't need to be said the way LeBron said it, because like you said, almost every athlete, but he made a point of saying it, so it makes it something different or sound like something different. Um, yeah. Okay, we have another question here being that uh, we got our two stars back. So we got AD back yes. and we got LeBron back. Now, amazing. AD, yeah, amazing. So happy about that. Of course. Uh, now, AD is on restricted minutes while LeBron was clear to just, you know, get back right away and, and no restrictions at all. Just kind of play how you feel. Um, can you What's feel the difference? Yeah. Can you feel us in on that? Correct. So, so the, the issue with AD was he, one, AD had two issues. One, he had the calf strain and then he has the Achilles tendonitis. So the Achilles tendonitis is, isn't something you just developed over um, uh, one game, two games, or even over season. Something like that is degeneration that kind of develops over years and years of playing. Um, so he has like some issues that he's going to have to deal with. Not only this season, next season, as long as he plays, there's that issue that he might have some other uh, the Achilles tendonitis may, may flare up. So in the offseason, you have to kind of take care of it. Um, his was more of a, a chronic, was referred to a chronic injury. LeBron, on the other hand, was more referred to as an acute injury. We saw when it happened. It occurred. It happened. It, it heals acute injuries. Um, so there, there was a huge difference between that. So LeBron had an acute injury that we saw it happen. It occurred. He went through the process of healing. Um, AD was more of a chronic issue that and, and the problem with AD is that it could, it could potentially also flare up. Now, with LeBron, can he have another high ankle sprain? I mean, in order for that to occur, either has to step wrong or somebody has to hit him again just like he did before. You but need AD, some sort of outside source to correct, a, a, another source to come out through where AD can basically just – his Achilles tennis can flare up just from running and jumping and, and, and doing what he's normally doing. So th those are the two big issues that, that, that kind of are occurring. Okay, wonderful. I'm, I'm going to read some names off to you. Okay. <clears throat> And then we're going to talk about what they have in common. And we've already touched base on this a little bit, but I'm going to read some names to you. Donovan Mitchell, Victor Oladipo, mm -hmm. Gordon Hayward, James Harden, John Wall, Jamal Murray, James Wiseman, Patrick Beverly. They're all out. None of them are playing. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about this before. Is it the condensed season? Is it coming back from the bubble? But not all, all these teams were in the bubble. Um, what's going? Is there anything going on or is it just normal, you know? Well, here's the, I, I guess I guess what you got to do with the, with those injuries, you got to break them down between what's called, uh, like like I said, either an acute injury or an or a contact injury, so to speak. Like LeBron was a contact injury. Um, could you have prevented that? It's almost very difficult to prevent what happened to LeBron unless he would have been in a boot or in a cast or something of that sort. So some of the injuries that some of the players have sustained are kind of contact injuries type of thing. So those are very hard to predict. They're kind of difficult to um to to address or or, or prevent, so to speak. The non-contact injuries are the ones that we could, we can perhaps kind of t talk about to, top of thing. This is why with AD they're kind of limiting his minutes because they're that, that's a non-contact injury. They're concerned that it can flare up, so they got to be very careful with those issues. Again, the million-dollar question is the short season, and I know everybody's asking, everybody wants an answer for that, and unfortunately there is no answer now. At the same time, players do need time to recover and recuperate. Um, the wear, the, you know, there's wear and tear that the body kind of goes through and you have to have enough time to recuperate. So, yes. I, I, like I said, I don't have a crystal ball for me to give <laughs> a precise answer of for course. that one, unfortunately. 
Of course. Okay. Uh, next, unless you have something, Mike, I'd, I'd like to ask one more question. No, okay, here. go ahead. Uh, uh, as we're heading back and things are kind of opening and, you know, we're kind of heading out of spring and into summer, youth sports is going to start to open up again and kids yeah. are going to start playing again and young athletes are going to start playing again and they have not played in a very mm -hmm. long time. Mm -hmm. They are not professional athletes. They don't have trainers. They don't have people behind them. What kind of advice can you give parents or young athletes that may be listening that are just about to get back into their sports uh, activities? Well, the one thing actually is the sad part is that most high schools here in California, and especially in Orange County, have already kind of started up for like the last month or so. And I have a performance facility out in Lake Forest here in in, uh, in in Orange County, and we've been seeing a huge amount of athletes coming in with what we refer to as chronic issues, kind of those small little wear and tears, very similar to like AD, the Achilles tendonitis. Um, and that's just from going from zero to 60s. You got to give your body enough time to be able to adjust. You cannot just all of a sudden go. And, and some of these kids are playing high schools and they're playing club teams, cl club sports. Um, so, it, you know, they're, they're, they're doubling up. They're, they're trying to pretty much regain what they lost or what they or what they didn't have on the part. So right now, the one thing you got to make sure you work on your conditioning. You gotta work. Make sure you work on your on your ability. Um, listen to your body. I know you're young kids and you're you're athletes, but you can go ahead and start listening to your body. And that's the one thing about great athletes, professional athletes. They understand their body. They listen to their body. And when you're starting to kind of wear down, when you're kind of tired, fatigue, it may be a time that either either got to be able to recuperate, recover, or take a little you know a day or two off. I mean, I'm seeing kids that go from their high school. Um, practice right to their club or, or they go from a club game that, that morning to right to their high school game at, in the afternoon and they're coming in yep. and they see me for the injuries. And I'm like, hey, what's your next game? Well, I have two tomorrow and then have three the next day and then have two. I'm like, Ugh. I don't know do? about that. <clears throat> what can you do? Unfortunately, um, that's high school sports nowadays. In order to stay on the high school team, you almost have to be playing travel ball. You have to be training consistently. It's very, very competitive. So I don't necessarily see an answer there, but I do like the uh, um, adjusting and slowly getting into it. Don't come out at 60 miles an hour, right? Mm -hmm. Come out, warm up. Do Really take warm up into uh, credit there and, and into account. So not just before a game, don't just, but literally like week couple weeks warm up into your game don't just get right into it right correct yeah i mean you want to give your your body an, enough time to adjust to the new the, the new loads that you that you're uh, you're placing on and you can't just go from all of a sudden and here's the thing about it, you know when, when you're a young kid um i remember when i was a kid I, I thought i could get up from the morning grab a basketball and go right up to, to to the court and start hooping nowadays i'm like hey hold on time out. i need a good two hours just to warm up and loosen up before i even get on the court type of thing so young yeah. kids think they're invincible, but this yeah, is what it we is. All did. Yeah. We all did. I know warming up is important, but isn't cooling down just as important? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely the cooling down period is as important as, as warming up. And that's I think that's one of the downsides that a lot of people don't quite understand. I know LeBron ha has made a point about recovery, recovery, recovery. You want to be able to recover. And this is what I tell talk to young athletes and youth athletes is that as soon as the clock hits quadruple zero or the whistle blows, you need to start preparing your body for the next event, whether it's a practice, whether it's a lift and recovery. You know, some may argue and I, I like I like to argue that recovery is probably as important, not maybe sometimes more as important as the active, because as soon as the game ends, you're you need to start getting ready for your next event. That's already pre-activity. It's not, you know, it's yeah. not just recovery, but you're getting ready for the next event. You can't just say, hey, you know, I worry about it tomorrow when I wake up. 
Right. It's actually right. preparing. <laughs> you're not interacting. <laughs> it's actually preparing when you're under the gun like that. Uh, thank you as always, Marco. This is always some beautiful, great information. Can you please let everybody know the best way to keep up with you and to follow you online? Sure. If you guys have any questions, you guys want to follow me on Instagram. I'm at Marco A. Nunez 17. I talk about sports injuries, sports recovery, uh, give you guys ideas and tips regarding sports medicine. Um, also, you guys are welcome to uh, follow us on uh, the clubhouse we have called the Training Room Channel. Just check it out. Thank you, guys. Wow. Thank you so much, Marco. We'll see you next week. Appreciate All you, right, Marco. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, great information, right? Man, I love it when Marco. Oh, Marco's the best. You yeah. know, but it's true that so many young athletes are going right back. This is yeah. where they're going in, and you know, when you're young, right. you don't have a, invisible. Yeah, you don't have a slow down button. Right. You just have go, and kids are getting hurt. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, we're about to go play." Kids you are getting know, hurt. Games, go, go, do it like we did before. And <laughs> it's just, just good. They think they can just get started, right? right? And 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 they haven't even been at the parks, right? Because parks haven't been open, so right. they really have to take that into account. Yeah, and and because they haven't done any of that you know the contact your body has to get used to that so you know for those young athletes out there be careful be careful keep it together money yeah we got our team back yeah we got a team back we got our team back but, the, but what's the bad news <laughs> as, as we're watching the, the bad team. news is that we are watching the lakers play the raptors live right now as we are hosting this show that happens from time to time on sunday nights and we do have AD back, and we do have LBJ back, but we do not have a lead is what we don't have, and we are at Staples Center. So what is going on? Man, it's not good. But, what is you know, going on? You know, I, I thought, you know, the Lakers would be plug and play, you know, with AD and LeBron in, and, and I think a little timing is off, you know. Uh, apparently. Yeah, you apparently. know, LeBron, LeBron was throwing it to the referee last game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, it's you know, they got to get it together again. Um I'd like to talk to you and explore this a little bit more. LBJ is back, but he says he will never be 100%. Um, I don't want to compare to other superstars, right. specifically one we know. Yeah. What, what does that he, mean? What does it mean? What is he What is he saying? Like, isn't one of his critics tend to say that he will always kind of slip in a little something that he maybe he can use as an excuse here and there. He'll make a comment. They will say that that's what this is here, that that he this is his. Hey, if it doesn't work out, well, I came back before I was 100. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing about it. Like, that's something that you don't want to say, um, because, you know, there are a lot of LeBron haters out there. Um, and you know, they could take that as, as ammo to be like, well, I knew we couldn't, couldn't do it because like Marco said, you know, it, you're never going to be a hundred percent. You're never going to be a hundred percent. There's always going to be something that's aching you, um, you know, little, you know, sore, but you, that you'll be able to pay through. Secondly, so, battle is a loose term. Soldiers go into battle, but when you're in battle for a game, you want to give you don't want to give away your weakness and say, "Hey, I'm really not 100 percent on my uh, uh, ankle here, the one right. that I had the high sprain on." Right. So please, you know, take it easy. That's not what you do. Right. Yeah. You because, hide that. Right. Absolutely. Because see, one of those things is that okay, it was his left ankle, so now he's not going to be able to do his cuts. So then they they can defend them with a different type of way. You know, uh, we got Morgan Kelly telling us telling us to uh, give LeBron a minute. He will be himself outstanding of course soon I, I i don't disagree with that i don't disagree that lebron's going to come back my only question is why the comment i mean you're back you just play yeah you either you either play or you don't play right 100 percent, 75 percent, 30 percent you come back you know you don't you don't let them know i mean that's the same thing that happened when um 
when when Kobe, you know, fell when he tore his Achilles, you know, they was like, "Don't believe him! Don't believe him!" Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, know just... and they were like, "Oh yeah, he <laughs> he really is hurt." That yeah, because that, yeah. that's how the coaches are going to go and coach against you. So yeah, you definitely that's something that you definitely don't want to express, you know, because then then if we end up falling into the playoff uh, bubble and and not win the championship. Then is that what he's going to point to? Yeah, or right. that's definitely where the right. LeBron haters are no going to say that was his excuse at right. that point. Right, and there's no excuse for that. Okay, okay. So, so so in contrast, AD is back. Mm-hmm. He is on limited minutes. Right, appears healthy. Every single time he falls down, scared, scared, yeah, scared, like like holding your breath. Even it's like glass. even the even Stu, yeah, and Billy Mac. Oh, scared yeah. every time he goes down. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't say he's not 100%. He doesn't bother to say that. No. Yeah, he's just out there just playing. Just playing. Yeah. yeah. Just playing. Yeah. So, so. I, I, I don't get that part. I, right. I'm not a, I'm not hating on LeBron. I'm just trying to understand yeah. that part and yeah. why, why he felt he needed to uh, go there. Uh, before we continue, I'd like to get back to the Lakers standings, which currently they're going to drop. Uh, as it No, stood, we don't want them to drop. They're going to come back. They're going to come see. back. There's still time. Um, but uh, going into – that's Jared Dudley's son, by the way, um, that they just showed, I think. Yeah. Uh, going into uh, our break, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the current standings. And, of course, Dallas is a threat. So but right. Dallas was playing Sacramento tonight, so we'll update that in just a second. So please, everybody, stick with us. Don't go anywhere. This is the Profanity Nation podcast, the voice of the professional fan. We will be right back. Be sure to visit the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center for all your 420 needs. They have everything from baby jeeters to stizzy cartridges, fuzzies, pre-rolls, great deals on eighths, raw garden diamonds. They have your gear. They have Papa and Barkley relief patches after a hard workout. You need those CBDs. You know that. They have plenty of edibles to choose from. Be sure to hit up the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. Hey, we are back. The Profanity Nation podcast. Man, I can't look. I, I'm trying to get used to this new song. <laughs> the commercial. commercial. You know what? I, it's catchy. That's yeah. the point. It's 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 not to be the favorite song. It's to be remembered. Right. Well, I, I'm remembering it. <laughs> that's, the so I, that's, that, that's the key. That's the I can't point. get used to it. There, but, so it's working. Yeah, yeah. You can't you know get I mean? it out of your head, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, so then yeah. we're happy Especially there. Especially that set that sexy voiceover. There you go. That's the hey, CBD. The CBD <laughs> after that hard workout. Yeah, yeah. absolutely right. So, yeah. Hard <laughs> I really workout. appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, one of our listeners, Christine O'Connell, says uh, maybe he's playing possum. Maybe. maybe. Maybe this is his way of fooling everybody. Yeah. So maybe he just puts that out there, but I don't think he's fooling anybody. But maybe he is. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's his way. I, I, I don't know why he'd want to make people think he's weaker than he is. Yeah, well, you know what? That, that may be working. That may, exactly. You know, right now, you know, because we're losing, you know, yeah. he has to come and turn on and beat LeBron. LeBron be LeBron. Be LeBron. That's what we need. Be the, be the GOAT, LeBron. Yeah, that's, I'm holding GOAT. you to the GOAT. <laughs> we See, really I, need I don't know the if GOAT. You, I don't right know now. if you guys have noticed, but uh, but but my I'm not gonna say hatred, but my no. disdain for, for LeBron has lessened a lot. And I've been I don't think you ever hated him. You just never felt he was the GOAT. And that's okay. That's not hate. Right. But I've softened up my You position. have softened it. Yeah. So so you know, <laughs> come on, LeBron, prove me right. 
Yes, exactly. You know, don't don't send me back the other way. Okay, I think we need Morgan Kelly again. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, big baby's here. Sup, Lakers need to wake up. Yeah, you're absolutely right, big Man, baby. Uh-oh. Big baby, they need to get up for show. Yeah, he's mad. He's mad. I've seen him. I've seen you online, big baby. I've seen you on Facebook. I see your posts. What's popping? What's popping? Yeah, we got that exactly. for you. Exactly. Yeah. That's for you, big baby. We love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, big baby. They kind of got to get it together. Um, it gets frustrating as a Lakers fan, but. You know, is all okay because we're going to go ahead and look right now and look at the standings here. Um, we have the Western standings. Of course, it's kind of boring up front. Utah and Phoenix, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. You know what? Let me say something about Please that. Please do. Let me say something. Phoenix, in number one, we're the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Everybody, when Chris Paul, you know, a couple of years ago, oh my God, he's done. That money he got, he's done. He's washed up. They were crazy. He went to Phoenix and and put them in number one in number one seed. Mm-hmm. Now, at least right now they're number two, but they're going back and forth. They both have lost uh, eighteen games. I mean, he Chris Paul has has Phoenix, you know, running like a fine tuned machine over there. So you got to give them give uh, a CP three. We have a lot of great. We have an update, everybody. Okay. Update. Okay. As of right now, oh, yeah. uh, I this we don't normally do this, but I'm going to go ahead and date this because yes. this is a dated episode anyway. So, okay, yeah. so as of 8.50 p.m. Pacific time, That's right. um, the Lakers are currently in fifth place. Dallas lost tonight against the Sacramento Kings, and Portland has moved into the sixth place spot. Uh, tied record, 36 and 28, tied with Dallas. If we lose tonight, we could drop all the way down to seven. If, depending on how we stand with Portland and Dallas, because we will all be tied wow. for the same record. We could literally be into the play-in. We're, listen, we're going to watch a comeback. It's 14 left in the third I mean, this quarter. game is important. Yeah. This is, not a, this is not a throwaway game. Yeah, come on, Laker fans. And in fact, unfortunately, every game from here on out is important. Yeah, I was just talking before you went on air about how we used to pray for the, for the <laughs> you know, when, back when I was a kid, you know, it was a tough game. I was like, please, Lord, let the Lakers win. Well, you know, come on, y'all. All those little kids out there, start praying. It's 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 getting <laughs> tight. Um, in the in the East, it's not quite as tight, but it's it's still there. It's competitive. You've got Philly out uh, in front. Brooklyn's still being competitive. Uh, winded out with Milwaukee and, of course, the New York Knicks, which are playing outstanding. But as long as they have an over 500 record, that's outstanding for the Knicks. So we'll see what they do. Uh, wind up with uh, Atlanta, Miami, Boston, and Charlotte. And then just outside of the bubble in ninth and 10th is uh, Indiana and Washington. Um, but as usual, uh, teams are clumped up there. In the East, it's uh, four through seven are mm-hmm. clumped uh, pretty much within three games of each other. Yeah, and look, and I got to tell you, man um – I mean, I know Washington is on twenty nine and thirty five, but I would be afraid if if they, if they make it in the playoffs because they could they could they could be very competitive and they could surprise some people. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna say they can win a championship, but they definitely could possibly got the first round. Do you agree with Lewis? After tonight's loss, the Lakers will be the laughing stock of the NBA. Really, Lewis? Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that, Lewis. Can, can you please elaborate as to why they would be the laughing stock of the NBA? That I don't believe after tonight's game. But uh, maybe you can inform us a little bit as to why that is the case. Um, okay, so as LeBron gets back into shape game shape as AD gets back into shape and they build some momentum you're hoping in this game right but we don't know that that's going to happen are they in trouble do you feel like they're in trouble at all look I 
want them to be at least in the fifth place. I, I mean, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to catch the, uh, you know, the Clippers, which who's at 43 and 22. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, I did not want to be on the bottom half of the seed at all. Or um, be in a plan. You know, it was, I don't want to be in a plan either. But, you know. Um, but does it make you nervous at all right now? No, it doesn't make, it doesn't really make me nervous because, you know, we're, as we're getting more healthier, we'll be able to beat anybody. We're supposed to be able to win a championship. So, you know, look, if if we, we're the end of the eighth seed and we go against Utah, you know, and then we take them out in the first round, then then our road is way easier than just somebody, somebody else's. It could so, work out to our favor. Right, yeah. It could work out to our favor. I mean, we're literally taking off Utah are, or Phoenix. Are, are you concerned if we have to play in the play-in? Um, or does that not matter to you? I mean. You're going to be it, nervous that game. I'm, I'm going to be nervous. I mean, anything can happen. Anything happen, you know. Uh, uh, you know, a one, a one, one game, it's. It, it, one game is one game. I mean, if you remember a couple of years ago with Kentucky, they had like the whole starting five were all were all um, you know <laughs> all first yeah. round draft picks. Yeah. They lost to Wisconsin, you know. So it, it happens. It definitely does. But um, yeah, you you definitely don't want to um, you know be put in that position at all. Okay, is Dallas a threat? Um, no, I don't think Dallas is really a threat. They only have Luca over there. I really don't worry about Dallas or Portland, even though yeah. they're the ones nipping on our heels. These but see, are the, these but are see, the teams behind us. But see, but Portland scares me because they have Damian Lillard. Of, I love it. I love course. this game. But these are the teams that are behind us. Mm-hmm. These are the teams, really, because the teams in front of us, they're not a threat. They're already up there. Right. These are the teams that are behind us. We have, we're going to say Portland, Dallas, Memphis, Golden State, surprisingly, San Antonio, the Pelicans, Sacramento, OKC, Minnesota, winded out with Houston. Who, who, who's gonna? Who's a threat to us there to, to overcome us with LeBron Golden and AD State. coming back? No, with with LeBron and AD coming back healthy. No, no. But I, listen, they're healthy right now, and we and we can beat. You know, yeah, but the they're they're still they're still getting worked into. I the mean, game. we're down by twenty one right now. Yes, we are that much. <laughs> like it's not even competitive, yes. and that's—I don't know what it is. I don't know what's in going the third on. too. Yeah, yeah I don't we're know in the third quarter, on. so you know, I—I I, I don't know. There, there's a chemistry thing that—that's going that I all thought that AD and LeBron were going to be plug and play. Uh, you know, I you know I saw LeBron at every game. I'm assuming that he's at every practice. I'm assuming that he's communicating and talking. Uh, you know that they would just be. They, ready I to thought roll. they would be just plug and play. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if it's that easy, but it should be though. It should be. Then it should be plug and play when they're not there, and it's not that easy. Yeah, but I mean, but you don't. I mean, it's just it's, not it's that less easy. talent though. It's less talent. You know, we have when AD and LeBron's not there, it's less talent. But and they had a certain amount of chemistry that they that they had, and they actually were able to pull off a couple of games. Even you know we saw that when they play, when they played the Nets. So I said, okay, if they play five hundred basketball, then. When AD comes and LeBron comes, then we'll Start be able to, uh, you know, be able to plug and play and then be able to win win these games easier. But right now, you know, we're nine, you know, it's nine, nine we're down by 21 in, in the third quarter. It's kind of disappointing. What do you think is going on? <laughs> you know, it, it has to be chemistry. I mean, I, um, maybe they got used to not playing. With it. But you know what? I'm going to tell you what else. You know who's not playing? Hmm. It's Caruso. Caruso has been hurt the last couple of games. He was out, so yeah. he, and he's he's kind of a cog in this wheel. That's for right. sure. Yeah. So, so maybe you know maybe it's not LeBron. We need to come back as Caruso. Yeah, Caruso. Because you know Caruso kind of uh, stabilizes sometimes. 
Okay. So, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Let's take another quick little break. Let's support our sponsors because they help us a ton. We love our sponsors. Uh, we love our sponsors. So definitely support our sponsors. Uh, we're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Profanity Nation podcast, and this is the voice of the professional fan. Jesse Brown with Keller Williams Realty. Keller Williams Realty of South Bay. Whether it's residential, commercial, buying, selling, or leasing, Jesse Brown does it all. 310-766-1660 or visit her online, www.jessiebrown.kw.com. Jesse Brown, habla español. 310-766-1660. Hey, hey, so look, that's my favorite one. <laughs> that, okay, good. Uh, okay. You know, so that one you approve. Shout of. out to Jesse Brown. Shout, shout out to Jesse hey, Brown. Say yeah. habla espanol. Habla espanol. Say habla espanol. <laughs> say it a little more sexy, more yeah, very no, white. Just, just, say habla. <laughs> habla espanol. Espanol. <laughs> I, I cannot roll my R's. I, I, mean, I can't either. I can't do it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm that. horrible. Yeah. I, 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 can, I can gargle. That's about as close as I can get. Um, okay, a uh, NBA legend has spoken. Yeah. He has put together a list. Yeah. Yeah. He sure did. He sure did. Dr. J, <laughs> Julius Irving, has put together a list, and I see a smile on your face. Well, you know, here's the thing about Dr. J. Okay. Here's the thing about Dr. J. He's old school. And and so when you look at the list, everybody on here is old school. So it's not like. Let's, go, know, ahead, let's go ahead and read that list real right, quick. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, his list start. is. His first team, uh, his first. <laughs> Dr. J's first team All NBA. Uh, Oscar Robertson, Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, and Elgin Bale. You really can't complain. Right. And they're, and they're beating just about everybody. You can't complain with that. I mean, there is, there's no wrong there. Right. Uh, second team, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Carl Malone, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, can't argue with Magic, Michael, Larry, or Kareem. Carl over Kobe, Carl over LeBron, Carl Malone over a lot of his. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute, though. Think about it. Carl Malone is the second all-time leading store. Is that all it takes, though? I mean, we talk about Carl Malone. He was iron. Look, he was never injured until he came to the Lakers. Uh, never missed games. He was consistent. Uh, okay. You know, okay. 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 So let, let, let's let's do it like this. Let's do it. Da, I see you. I'm gonna go to you in a minute. All right. Let's do it like this. So we 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 have Oscar, Jerry West, Will, Bill Russell, Elgin, Magic, Jordan, Bird, Malone, and Kareem. We have to we have to consider the source. The source is. Dr. J. Of course. Dr. J played with most of these people or they played before him. Yes. So he went completely old school. He's nobody new on this on this roster. Nobody 90s so, later. You know, so what I what annoyed me is when, when you hear the headline, they said, Hey, Dr. J left left LeBron off. Then I go look at it. Wait, you know what? Wait, I need to get left, better at that. He left Kobe off too. <laughs> yeah, I you need to get I mean? better at writing those intriguing headlines. Right. So, <laughs> so my thing for is, our YouTube videos, people would watch more. So we ha- <laughs> we we have to we have to consider the source. Yeah. So Dr. J is coming from a whole other era. I mean, this this is a physical era. This is when people were getting clotheslined, and 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 that was just a record foul. It wasn't even a technical foul. So so hey. you're saying there's a level of disrespect between the old school and the new school yeah, based I, on I, the I, rules? I, I think so. No, but okay. you know, a da. I see you in here. What do you think, man? 
Sorry. This is, this is how I feel about it. I just feel like, like, cause like my dad, you know, when, when I was young, he used to talk about like Dr. J, you know, Kareem being the best, even like, even to this day, you know what I'm saying? So I just think that with, with Dr. J, he's just going with what he see in, in, in his era. A lot, a lot of people do that, you know, like my era thinks that, you know, Jordan's the greatest of all time. You know, the era before Jordan says Kareem and everything. So I just think that, you know, it's it's just whoever cup of tea it is, man. You know, I don't really get too involved in the, the whole discussions of the GOAT talk and everything because I just believe in the errors now. Yep. Instead of just – because it's totally different now because, like, you know, um, the way the game is played today, you know, as much of a speed – as much as much more of a speed game. Like, it's, it's like you know, it's just different from, you know, the, the early 2000s and the – the late nineties and everything. So yeah, it's just, it's just a different era, man. It's just different times, I guess. Let, let's pick up on that really quick. I know yeah. this is going on a different subject, but since you brought that up, you're absolutely right. Different errors, different speed of the game. Let's not put the teams. Let's put all NBA, this era, all NBA, that era. I don't know how you do the rules, but which team wins? Is it, it the speed or it is it the, the power? It depends on the rules. Depends on the fouling, right? It, it what's totally a foul or what's not a foul, right? So you, know you can't mean? compare. They're literally two different sports. Right, right. Literally right. like two different sports. Right. I agree. I, agree. I mean, and, and look, I mean, honestly, like if you read what Dr. Jay, Jay said about it, you know, he was saying, look, you know, LeBron went and, you know, two and created a super team. He didn't go back to Cleveland until Kyrie and, and Kevin Love was over there. So you have to respect that, that – that you know his opinion on that simply because he played in the era where it was and, and he didn't put anybody on here that you don't feel deserves to be there right right, right. you know right so you're and, right and, and they could be everybody they could be they, they could be just anybody yeah, yeah they, they're sure. not, you know you know these new new school people man like i said depends on the you rules. know i might even put second team over first team although oh, jay oh, really? and russell that's i don't a, know that's a good question right that's a good question i, I actually that, think that, that second team got, got i mean Jordan. yeah yeah, 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 Jordan, Jordan and, Magic. and Magic and Carl and Malone. Bird, yeah, and yeah. Bird and Kareem. That that's the real discussion. That's the switch. Hey, DA, <laughs> who do you like? The second, first team or second team? Sorry to go back to you, man. It's a good one. No, we good. We good. Uh, who's the Who's on the first team? All, All right. right, first team was Oscar Robinson, Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, and Elgin Baylor. Second team was Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Carl Malone, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, that's tough, man. <laughs> that's tough. I, I get it, man. I get it. Uh, um, you know, with 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 Jordan and, and Magic in the backcourt, man, that's tough right there. Woo, I like that. <laughs> and Larry Bird, um, yeah. I mean, Kareem you up got, front. You got oh. Kareem. You got Kareem against Carl against Russell. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, that's Larry crazy. against Elgin. Small. We don't really have anyone oh, who can take on oh, Will. You know what though, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You know what? Second team was losing. Because yeah. because Carl yeah. is gonna get ate up every day. Yeah. By Wilt or Russell. <laughs> By Wilt or Russell. Yeah. You're he's right. getting ate up every day. <laughs> so you're like, like yeah. which which Wilt or what year Wilt are we talking and, about? Important though? important high jumping Wilt or yeah. not high jumping right. Wilt. I was just about to post a video on Instagram, they got um, Wilt Chamberlain running sprints in the NBA and stuff during his day, how he was just so fast getting up that court. And he I was, was a high jumper. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't, it just depends which book we get in, which, um, you know, 
Yeah, There's, you know I what? I don't know. And then I think I think Jordan and Magic probably be fighting. I, I assume I assume <laughs> over the ball. For sake for <laughs> sake of the <laughs> I assume for sake of argument, we're just gonna presume that each one of these players are in their prime during this oh, contest. Man. Yeah. And if yeah, it's gonna be fun. I, yeah. I'll go with I'll go with um with the team with Mike and Magic. I don't hey. think Mike and Magic will fight over the ball because Magic he wants he wants to Win. Give the ball up, you know. Yeah. That's true. So I, I think I think that um that that'll work. But Larry, and, you know, but Larry, Larry to... over there in the corner though, like who passing the ball? Yeah, Larry exactly. To make the shot? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a great exactly. One. That is incredible. And, then, and you know, Carl went the ball. Carl. Yeah, exactly. he's gonna be picking. Oh. He's gonna be picking, rolling, picking and rolling and nobody, like a mother. <laughs> nobody's gonna throw the ball uh, for the till roll. no end. Wow. Till no hey, end. Hey, you know what? You know that's a tough matchup all the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's going to win on that one. Man, that's, I, that's I really a good question. Know. We may have to put that up as a poll. All right. Uh, let's move on really quick. And we will have to. I think we could put that up on the poll and get right. some uh, uh, crazy answers here. Uh, let's just play uh, a few games here. Let's just say, uh, as things currently stand, what are these playoff standings and who plays who? The current standings based with the Dallas lost puts Dallas in seventh. So now we currently have, that would be Utah, Memphis, Phoenix, Portland, Denver, Lakers, Clippers, and Dallas. Mm-hmm. As things current, well, no, forgive me, because Dallas has slipped down to seventh. So forgive me. We would be <laughs> the hallway. Uh, hallway Four series. or five. As things currently stand, but the Lakers are going to lose tonight. We'll see that does. No, me. we're not going to say that, dude. What's wrong with you, man? man. I'm just a we got what, We got Crispy. How much time we got? Uh, we got 11 uh, minutes left, Crispy? Uh, Crispy may not be there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah we got um, 10 minutes left. Yeah. 10 minutes We, we, left, we okay. come back, right? Okay. We, 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 we praying. We praying. Right would we want to see the Clippers in the first round? Hey. Go ahead, Crispy. I was going to say, man, we only down, what, 12 right now. So, Oh, is that it? All right. Man, yeah. We, we could definitely make a run right here. Then we I mean, better. Time to do it. We better because yeah. that will help us solidify this fifth position here. And, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so so uh, Clippers Always in the serious. first round? Would you, you want to see that? Listen, I just want the matchup to happen. You do? Okay. You do want to see I don't care one round. Okay. And just get over with. You know, yeah, let's, they, let's, let's have like knock a, them out one more yeah, time. Knock them out. Yeah, knock them out. <laughs> that way it's not. But a, it's not in the second round like they normally do. It doesn't used matter, to. though. Okay. It doesn't matter. As long as, as, long as we knock them out, it's, as long as we knock them it's out. a hallway series. Send them, send them running. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. It would series. be fun for LA. We've been waiting a long Man. time for a hallway series. Yeah. It wouldn't have It wouldn't have come exactly as we would have thought, being in, in maybe a Western Conference final, but a first round, I guess you'll take that. Well, we can't get them to cooperate. No, you know what I mean? Like we cannot get <laughs> What can so. we do, right? You, yeah. you can lead a horse to water, but you can't yeah. make them drink. So right. what can you do with yeah. that? So <laughs> I, I, I don't care what round the uh, hallway series is. A hallway series. Hallway series is a yeah, hallway, hallway series. You know what I mean? Everybody's at home. Mm-hmm. You know, all you're doing is changing your uniform, changing the locker room. I think personally, they should just always let the Laker have the Laker locker room, the home. Well, they do. Any, any, nobody uses the Lakers locker room. Oh, okay. no, there's there nobody. The Lakers have their own. The Clippers have their own. And then there's visiting. One. Oh, so nobody. I don't think anyone uses it. Yeah. yeah I mm-hmm. think the Lakers are just the Lakers. I don't think anyone uses that when they're not using it. The right. Clippers have theirs. Perfect. Yeah. 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 So uh, I don't think that'll be necessary. Um, I will admit, I, I, I haven't been key. I don't like to watch too much of the Clippers because they annoy me. Um, and here we go. Uh, Michael, Lakers don't want to see the Clippers in round one. No, I don't think they do, but they may end up, depending on the seeding. That could very well end up how it goes. Um, but but I'd argue that maybe Denver's the team they don't want to see more than the Clippers right now. Yeah, well, you know, Jokic is falling. 
Jokic I mean, is balling, but Jokic, it was crazy about that. Is it's almost like after Murray got hurt, Denver got better almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the Jokic is like, okay, I'll take this well, over. There you went with plug and play. Yeah. There you went. You went up, out, plug and play, boom. Yeah. And just pick up the pieces and keep rolling. Yeah, he's right? beasting. I mean, you know, he, you know, he is definitely like the MVP candidate. But without, well, you know what? You spoke about that. You also spoke about another individual that was playing very well that I think is an MVP candidate, and he happens to be playing in Phoenix. Yeah, CP three. Oh, that's tough though. I mean, he he's been he's been consistent in in his game everywhere that he goes. Everywhere he goes. Um, but you know, if maybe, you take him off that team, where are they? Then they're not in first place. Okay. I mean, should it be that? Hey, DA, what do you think? Do CP three should be a uh, 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 MVP, MVP candidate? I think so. Yeah. So I have my MVP candidates, or I have. Jokic at one. Mm-hmm. I got um, CP3 actually is two. I got Giannis at three. Mm-hmm. And I got, um, oh, I'm, miss, I'm missing somebody. But I got Julius, I got Julius Randle at five. Wow. But I, I, four. I have somebody at four, but I got Julius at five, though. Wow, Randle. I love, you know what? Yeah, Randle deserves it. Yeah, yeah, I love the way Randle's playing, man. I, I Randall was the one that was upset when I heard that we just did not want to resign him. That he, we let him walk. For yeah, we nothing. let him. We let him go. I, I, I was hurt. I was hurt by that, and I was trying to understand it. Like, and we did it for Rondo. We, Rondo, you know, we let him go. Rondo. I was just like, dude, Julius did everything that. Cause I remember that. I remember that year before when they had the, you know, they had the, uh, the last, you know, meeting that they had with him, and they said, "We want you mm-hmm. get in shape." Yep. I mean, this dude went and got in shape. He, he cut everything. down to 3% body weight. And then he was a walking double-double the following season. Like, came back a beast. Came back beasting. Like, you know, he did what they asked him and to do. And they let him walk. And they let him walk. I, I was hurt by Randall. I love I love that he found a home, though, because, you know, he kind of just, you know, he bounced around and, and they couldn't. And, and then finally when he got with the Knicks. I'm glad it's in a big market because he's getting the recognition he deserves. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I am glad that he's in a big market. And... um getting the headlines and, yeah. and it's exciting to hear DA say, Oh, Julius Randall yeah. as an MVP. You're like, what? Really? Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's not a bad, I mean, he's not going to win it, but definitely he, he, you know, the fact that he could be a contender is amazing. Yeah. But if he's just a contender this year, what happens next year and for the next five? Oh, well, look, as long he's, as, he's just now in his prime. As long as the Knicks keep winning. Right. Right. I mean, I think he deserves it. I love, I love, you know, Randall's game. Yeah. yeah. And the Knicks need that type of attention. Yeah, they do. Boy, do they need that type of attention? They do. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, um, with those playoff seedings, um, <laughs> the New York Knicks are there, of course. Uh, let's go back to the, the West just for one more second here. Right. Yeah. Um, Can we, and I want to talk about Mamba Sita, too. Yeah. So, we have to get to the Mamba Sita and the Vanessa Bryan, of course. Um, again, I really don't see anybody following behind us. And I actually like DA's picks. Let's just go there really quick. I like DA's picks for MVP. I like Jokic, CP3, and Giannis. I like those picks. I think those are good. Yeah, I, 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 I'm so cool on Giannis. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, when, when Giannis was, what, defensive player of the year yeah. last year. You expect him to keep climbing. He, well, but he didn't want even want to guard Jimmy Butler. He you know? said that so much. I, I mean, I hate that. Like, you know, it's, it's not even, you don't have any heart. Ask them. Go ahead. The yeah. thing is this though with, with with Giannis though, like his numbers is better like than last year's. And, you know, I just think that like the narrative it, it went away from him because of, you know, him probably not winning the championship, whatever that happened in the bubble and stuff. 
Like he's low key having an amazing season again. Look what he did today. He got forty nine today. Mm-hmm. You know, so and staying that's, healthy. That's what, um, and yeah, exactly, and staying healthy and stuff. And um, he was looking really good at center, man. He made DeAndre Jordan look so bad today. You know, and um, like that's why he's like he's low key having like the same season, better season than than he had last year. Milwaukee's is still good. You know, so I think that he should definitely get you know consideration. Um, well, he should definitely be in the running for it. But yeah. his joke is reward right now. Yeah, but look, I mean, Giannis to me, man. He, I mean, you, you weren't turned off when like Jimmy Butler was over there. They asked him how can we didn't guard Jimmy Butler, and he said, "Well, the coach didn't tell me to." Like, I think MVP, you know, the def- defensive player of the year, you know, should be have that competitive heart. I mean, to me, he's just a little soft. It's not. It's not his game for me. It's just a. Fact that he doesn't really have the will to win. Can he ever get that back? In I, I, I don't know. I mean, DA, what do you think, man? I, I just think his his heart is missing, not his game. Nah, I, I think he has heart. He was just, you know, following the coach's game plan. But, now, now, should he deviated it, it deviated and and go at Jimmy Butler? You know, that that remains to be that remains to be seen. Stuff. So, you know, what I'm saying like. They got good defenders on that Milwaukee squad, especially on the perimeter, you know, with, with Drew Holiday and everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also, like, it wasn't really like, you know, Jimmy Butler on the offense and everything. That um, You could say, like, Miami was just was just a better team. They was rolling more. They was, they was more focused. And they, they hit a stride. Think about it. You know, that's how they was able to, you know, to get to the finals and stuff. Because of the way they was just rolling, it just happens sometimes with basketball. We all know that every team could go on a run. Yep. And when you give an NBA team momentum, like you know, right. it, it could be a, it could be a bad night for you. Game you know game. what I'm saying? Any night. So yeah, they they they, they the um the the coach's game plan was better. You know, um, and it just it was just it is what it is. You know, but I don't think that could happen again the second time around though. <laughs> I think that uh, I think this the second time it, it'll be it'll be a different story. All right. Yeah, I like it. I like his discussions. All right. Uh, we're going to take one more quick little break. Uh, support our sponsor. This time, do we love this sponsor? We love all our sponsors, but this one we all love here. Very special. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Profanity Nation podcast, Voice of the Professional Fan. We will be right back. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Thank you and welcome back to the Profanity Nation podcast, Voice of the Professional Fan, Money Mike, yours truly, Simsta. We are here. We are here with DA and Clubhouse. We are always streaming live on the Clubhouse app. And uh, tonight during game nights, we do not interrupt the live game on the Los Angeles Lakers fan club room in Clubhouse. But don't want to be rude. We don't want to be rude, <laughs> but they do still join us on here. Um, Money, Vanessa Bryant did something interesting. Why don't you fill us in on this? Hey, so it was uh, Gigi's birthday, rest in heaven, uh, Gigi, and she launched uh, uh, a new uh, clothing line. First thing I did, I said, oh, this is pretty cool. I, I, I you know, looked at Instagram and 
brought my 12 year old daughter up and said, Hey, you like this? Would you like to get this? She's like, yeah, I like that. I said, okay, cool. So I'm going to go tomorrow. Ready to support. And go support, you know, Mamacita, you know, and, I, I love and then it. the gulp cake. Love, love design. And then I said, oh, you know, it's going to charity, which is amazing. I love that. It's going to charity. And then I see the prices. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't yeah. looked, so please fill me in. So, uh, you know, a kid's hoodie is $124. You know, it's a tie-dye. Um, if you would like... Um, uh, purple mom, mama see the set, you know, it's $224. Kids, if you like, if you would like the adult uh set, it's $332. Not so top and bottom, yeah. Top, you get top, yes, you get top and, and, and bottom. And there's sweats, they yeah, they're like a tie dye uh type of sweat uh unisets. Um, so I listen, I, they actually look nice to me, I like them, you know. Um, a little rich for my blood. I love the fact that, that I love two things about it. Number one, they're all sold out. And number two, all proceeds go to the Mama Cedar Academy. So okay. I think that's amazing. Um, I think that's amazing there. Uh, you know, shout out to all the benefits that it's going to. Um, shout out to the Warriors for, you know, yeah, walking what in. what's up with that? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure why she chose the Warriors to, you know, walk in. With the um, did you hear anything? Without, How did that take place? I, no, I just saw that they did it, and I, I see all I saw in the article was that she sent it over to the Warriors, and the Warriors uh-huh. win awards. So I think that's all amazing. I mean, I support Vanessa all the way. Nothing really bad to say. Other than the prices were a little up there for me, you know, I, I, $100 cheaper, I would have probably preferred, but that's just now, my personal opinion. Am I am I correct or am I incorrect? Um, wasn't some of the reason or some of the complaints with Nike was that they weren't making the uh, Mamba shoes accessible to everybody. Now, I don't know if that was price or because they were making them in limited edition, but I heard rumblings of that. Did you hear that as well? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. but see, they were really like limited. They were like limited. They was only doing like, you know, 10 pair of each size, which is, oh, which is like completely and making them. Um, I, I can tell you, I've been kind of looking at the site all day. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, well, it, they, they got released yesterday, but um, the adult hoodie was not sold out this morning. It's now so it's now sold out. It is so, now sold out. So what that tells me that that there was a you know decent amount oh, yeah. of supply there. So you know, shout out to her. I actually love the designs. If if it was a hundred dollars cheaper, I would give one for my daughter. Yeah. So you know, but I did think it was a little you know it's a little up there for me. Was that? To, I, I just want to continue on this because I can't help but think that that's a little. I, look, I don't want to knock her. I'm not going to knock her, but I'm just going to be honest. A little disappointing that it's so pricey and not at a price point that everybody can take part. I feel like, and I don't know, but I feel like had those been priced, I, I'm not the professional. I'm just going to say, had those been priced at a more fair uh, pricing rate, they'd sell more, therefore more money to charity. I, I mean, don't know, but I'm just going to put that out. Well, there. the short answer is they sold out. They're also so, out, so. so uh, yeah. people did buy them, um, you know, and, and she teamed up with Danijo, uh, D-A-N-N-I-J-O. Uh, so she teamed up with them. So, uh, you know, listen, they're, they look nice. They look dope. Um, you know, 332 bucks for a swimsuit is a little too rich for me. Mm-hmm. But I love I love that the fact that she is 100%, 100% of the proceeds are going to the foundation. Mm-hmm. DA, what you, what you think? Of, did you hear anything about that? Yeah, I like it. If they had it in my size, I, I, I would have I got it. I would have paid the, the 330 
yeah. for it. Um, the reason I understand the price point is crazy, but we also know that the proceeds is going to, you know what I mean, the foundation. Right. So I understand you want to make as much money as possible for that foundation. So it's basically like you're paying for the, the garment and you're also paying for the foundation at the same time. So maybe you are putting $100 to that foundation as well. You probably would have, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if I know people that, you know, when I was um, selling my shirts to support my uh, network and everything, you know, people was buying, you know, a hundred dollars worth of stuff at a time. So I understand it, you know what I mean? So maybe that's what the price point is right there. Um, you know, um, I was hoping they still had some masks because I was, I wanted to get the mask. You know what I mean? I, I like the design. I like the tie dye yeah. thing and stuff like that. It's dope. It's, it's simple, but stands out at the same time and everything. And, you know, it's going, it's going to a good cause and stuff. But also we already know like when, when you're doing things like that, you're definitely marketing with the price is marketed to a certain type of person. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I understand, I understand That's that the problem well. I have with it. This yeah. is Simpson. I mean, but that's yeah, I mean, the problem I, mean, I, I have with it. There's, there's so many people that are sitting here going, well, I want to support the Mamba, Mamba Cita foundation. Yeah. And they, true, there's no, true. there's no entry. I mean, sell a pair of socks. No, that's no, no, affordable. no. The, the mask was $24. The, the mask was $24. Yeah, and that was okay. the first thing that sold out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so so you, it gives, but, yeah, you got to think about this. So, see, um, Simpson, you yeah. got to look, you got to look at the website too. Like that brand is just expensive anyway. If you really look, all yeah. the stuff that doesn't have Mamacita on there, like their shirt, their sweaters is like $190. Okay, gotcha. You know, gotcha. their t-shirts is like 100 bucks and stuff. So it's it's the company too as well. And it's, it's, it's a popular company. I don't know how to pronounce the name, so I'm not going to say the name. You don't put your but, name. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a popular company. So I understand like what why the price point is. But I also know that, you know, that company probably got to get, you know, paid off right. or whatever. And so you're also paying that that um what is that that charity fee as well so i, I get it i understand oh if 100 percent of the proceeds is going to something i mean for, for Gigi, i guess it is you know what I'm saying? i think i th- think about this i think we all in here if we had a chance to pay people people laker fans paying five six hundred dollars for laker tickets right you know what i'm saying so i i understand i understand it it's a little high yes it's definitely high but for the sake of you know just supporting, you know, somebody that passed away, great icon like Kobe and his daughter and um, her teammates and the parents of the team and, and, and the pilot and everything like that. It's, it's, I understand. Yeah, I, I understand it. It'll be a nice way to to honor that little girl on her birthday, you know, and, um, yeah. you know, just say, no, like yeah, that's said, all. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you know, it, it is a little up there, but it's not outrageous in the it's sense the of... It's the same it, topic. It, it, it's not outrageous in the sense of, you know, people were paying, what, what, somebody paid $1.5 million for, you know, the Yeezys and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. People pay four or $500 for a pair of shoes. I, I get it. But, you know, I... I, At I just, some point, there's there's a line where you draw just because yeah. they will. It, I mean, you know, look, but it, maybe maybe they can do some kind of um, collaboration with, with another company that, yeah. that can provide a slightly look, honestly, more affordable. But yeah. I mean, if, if the outfit was two hundred bucks, and it's not that much out of my you know price range. If it, if oh, the outfit was like, well, you are money, Mike. No, <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying is though, if if, if I would have saw it for like two fifty, I probably would have went ahead and got it. 
You know what Ooh. I mean? Mm-hmm. It was it was the three they got. Yeah, well, so, what about what about when your other daughter says, "Well, she got one, I want yeah, one." Well, you know, then, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's That's very fresh. Yeah, no, but I, I like what they're doing. I like that she's doing something, and it is positive. So I do yeah. like that. Oh yeah, I, I love the proceeds. I love. I love Vanessa for all. I just love to see her rolling, right? Yeah, I I, I love Vanessa for uh, for everything she's been doing. So respect. Um, I mean, I totally feel like Kobe just had those meetings and conversations with her, you know, and and let him know where the vision is. And I think she is executing it to a T. And I love what she's doing, taking ownership of everything, Mm -hmm. doing all the trademarks and everything. You know, I have no. It's it's a hundred percent love. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can, we, we understand that just a slight bit of it on yeah. the, behind the scenes of what we're doing over here, right, trademarks right. and such like that. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely understand Absolutely. some of that. Um, okay, so as always, as always, we finish the Profanity Nation podcast with a segment that we call Money Mike Out of Bounds. So what we want to know, and I'll answer, and anyone else in the room tonight can answer. Money Mike's going to go ahead and pose a question to I us. This is an easy one, and he wants to know I think if, I, if he's if he's out of bounds. I think it's an easy one. So let's do it. You're up. So look, I've, I've been looking around, and you know, in the league, and obviously, we knew who all the front runners were, like halfway through the season. Then we had some injuries, like we had a LeBron injury. Mm-hmm. LeBron was up for MVP, but sure. then he, because he got hurt, he kind of fell off. And now we're not even talking about LeBron and MVP because we have Jokic and all these other players. But I think for Rookie of the Year. The fact that Melo came back, I think he should win the rookie of the year. Am I the balance for saying that Melo? I mean, did you see the underhand pass that he just did? Uh, like right when he came He's back? He's gifted. Am I the balance for saying that uh, Melo, the, the fact that he came back and no other rookie has surpassed or been doing any better than what he was doing? Mm-mm. Am I the balance for saying Lamelo Ball should still be rookie of the year? Uh, you, If anyone's on there wants to chat, I have my thoughts, but we can go to there first if they'd like. Go ahead, Dan. Um, I think that you out of bounds when you said that, you know, there's no other rookie playing like LaMelo since Melo was out because Anthony Edwards, you know, has been, you know, me a killer and everything. Um, But I have LaMelo Ball already winning, you know, rookie of the year. He's just special, man. And I don't think that the injury hurts him. He wasn't even out that long. He came back right away, you know, back to producing and stuff. That underhand pass was dope. He did another pass tonight, too, where he got the rebound. He just turned around and like Brett Favre threw a long, <laughs> a long like 90 foot pass and stuff to um Terry Rozier to end the um court the half or whatever, you know. So like you know Lamelo man special man. Um you know shout outs to the Rising Stars League in Australia and everything for for producing you know Lamelo because like between that year he before that year in Australia, um you probably wouldn't think that he would have been like you know this good of an NBA player. So shout outs to them as well, you know um for 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 the um you know, development of, of LaMelo Ball. But, yeah, LaMelo Ball, you're not out of bounds on that part, Mike. Just on the, just on not mentioning Anthony Edwards. <laughs> as, yeah. as one of the groups there. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 is there anybody else? Before yeah, I go? Crispy, what do you think? Um, I don't think you're out of bounds either. Um, it's tremendous to see him come back. I broke my wrist before as well. So, um, mentally, it's not an easy injury to come back from. So, I think you're not out of bounds at all, Money Mike. Um, give him the MVP. No, give him the um, rookie of the year. Sorry, hey, you better give him the MVP. Right, now, now, <laughs> now, 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 I'm going to say you're not out of bounds, and the reason why is they that he came back and be if he had never gotten injured, he'd be a runaway. It'd right. be a run. He'd be running right. away with the prize. So uh, the fact that he came back wasn't expected to right. come back. Was supposedly out the whole season, and he's yeah. here balling. Not only balling, 
but they're talking about his highlights. They're right. talking about his passing right now. And they're not just saying he's back. And he also, by the way, I don't remember him quoted as saying, hey, I'm back, but I'll never be 100%. <laughs> he's young, I know, yeah, young. but, you know, he's I out mean, there. He's balling. Right. So I like it. I'm happy everybody agreed with me today. Um, and I also think. Yeah, that, that, go ahead. That, that pass that, um, that Daniel mentioned, that it was ridiculous, you know, to beat the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen a pass like that since like LeBron. LeBron like the only player that really makes passes like that. So hey, I man. mean Luca makes them here and here as well. Dude, um, but it was a good pass. That underhand pass, man, was like when that literally like it looked like he threw a football to me. <laughs> like no, you know, I mean literally like the if you have the running back, mm-hmm. I mean I'm sorry, the receiver running yep. and he threw it and he just dropped it in like it was in the air, nobody could get it right there on the Michael Bridges. Yes. Like I mean, it, that, that dude is so ridiculous. He's special. It, it's just sad, though, because everybody wanted Lonzo to be Lamelo. You know what I mean? Like, that was a... Well, you saw a glimpse of what was going to come, but LeVar always said that his youngest was the best. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he, he never pulled a punch. He said his, all, bo- all three boys are going to play NBA, but he never pulled any punches. He said his he youngest said is was the, the best. best. Yeah. yeah. He said and he, he was going to be the star. Go but ahead. um, with 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 Lamelo Ball, I mean with Lonzo, his shooting has improved every single year he's been in the NBA. Yeah. Even this this year since January, he's shooting um close to forty seven percent from the three point line since January and everything. And um, well, he just hit eight threes yesterday and stuff. Like, listen, he's not going to be as flashy as Lamelo. He might not score, but like Lonzo, he can defend and he can definitely run the offense just as well as Lamelo too. You know, LaMelo just has, you know, a coach that doesn't have, you know, him looking over his shoulder over every mistake and everything. That's Lonzo. That's the issue with Lonzo. You know, never really had a coach that that believes in him and stuff like that. So, you know, it's kind of in his psyche. Lonzo Ball, like my opinion on Lonzo Ball, and I said this on my podcast, that the only thing he has to work on going forward in his career is, you know, keeping that confidence. And also, when the season starts, you know, jump out the gate fast. You know, he did well last year. He was shooting like 47% from three before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And then when um, when they came back, he struggled. And it messes with his psyche. So Alonzo Boy, it's just him with confidence and, and being ready to go from the jump. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I agree. I always said that I, let, I looked at Alonzo like a CP3, you know, and, you know, because the first couple of years, uh, CP3 was in the league. You ne- you didn't see him. You didn't know him at CP3 then. You know, it took a couple of years for him to, you know, go and get his flow. And I, and I just saw Lonzo has been that type of player, you know, so that that's all, that's uh, I think he's doing exactly what I expect him to do. I'd like to ask a quick question to uh, the clubhouse folks here, guys. Um, Money Mike, you've been quite vocal that you believe that Golden State Warriors will go down as a big miss. For not drafting, yeah, Lamelo, and I think that's starting to. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I said in the beginning. I said, said right away. I said, you want to, you want to see something dangerous? You know, put Lamelo on Golden State. I said because the problem with Curry is that shooting. that that you know he has great shooting, but you know his defense is not that great. But now you'll be able to hide him if you had Lamelo on there. Let's uh, let's ask a a new a newcomer. Hey, Landon, what do you think? What do you think about that point? I've been saying that for years. I think that Clay has been hiding Steph for years. It's also allowed him to do what he's doing as far as, you know, all the threes that he's chunking up, not to take away from his MVP years and stuff like that. But me personally, I think that when Kevin Love's name was mentioned 
for a possible trade piece for uh, Clay a couple, well, maybe, what was it, five, six years ago now, that Steph would be exposed if that ever happened. And we're kind of seeing it this year because he can't play defense with the Lakers. So, like you said, that if, if, if Melo would have been, if they would have picked up Melo, not only would that have been a good piece going into next season when Clay comes back, because you can play Clay at the three, you can play either Steph at the shooting guard, and you can play Lamelo at the point guard, or vice versa, or you can swap them, and then obviously Draymond's at the at the four, and then you can bring somebody in at the five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. I I, I said it, and everybody thought it was crazy. He's like, "You're crazy." No, I said, yeah. "Dude, yeah." And Lamelo, no, I don't think so, man. I don't. Lamelo oh, was a starter. He wasn't gonna start and go to state. Yeah, well, he after Clay went down, he was. <laughs> he didn't start in. Um, yeah, but you, you gotta understand that they didn't know this was happening. Clay didn't get down, didn't get hurt until no uh, one week before training camp started. You know, they didn't know nothing about this. You know, because they already had their eyes set on uh, on a uh, wise man already because mm-hmm. they thought Clay Thompson was gonna be there. He got hurt, and then they wasn't know how changed how bad the, the injury was, and then they changed his plans then. You know, because Clay got. Clay really got hurt about a couple of weeks before training camp started. No, before the draft. Yep. Yeah, before the draft. Yeah, so yeah, but so that's I when think, he got hurt. I think with with that though, what I what I thought is that I thought that they were going to use that pick and make a run at somebody. You know, what I mean, you take that, you take that second round pick and possibly trade, you know, one of their main players or something like that, and then just get somebody, get a, one of those one of them star players in the draft. I mean, not in the draft, but like you know, in the trade market or whatever. Like maybe like you know, Giannis busted his way out of Milwaukee or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I kind of had an idea. But as far as the draft went, as far as the draft went and the way this era is, you're supposed to just draft, you know, LaMelo. And yeah, you're supposed to just draft LaMelo because the game, like I, I would say James Wiseman is the best player. But, you know, just due to the era of the the game, is more guard-oriented. You you, you would were, you were want to get that uh, LaMelo ball character on, on, on your team and, and everything. And LaMelo also, he plays, because I live in South Carolina, so a lot of Charlotte Hornets games um, mm-hmm. be coming on here. Sure. He um he plays a lot of small forward, more than more than you think. So he can actually interchange all the first three positions, one, two, and three, you know, and, and still be successful at it. And, and um, you know, I just think that with the whole, the narrative of his father, and I don't have an issue with anything his father does, to be honest, because we want all that for our kids. I have four boys, and I, I kind of say the same thing. You know, we have our mornings when we're doing our, our verbal affirmations, and I tell them, you're the GOAT, you're the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Say it, say it. You know what I mean? You know? And um, so I don't have an issue with that, but I think that his the dad, the, the potential well, issues, quote, you know, teams want to stand so far away from that. And it kind of course goes to State, man, because, you know, I think that LaMelo could have helped him this year. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, and at one point, he tank too. He was trying to tank his draft stock at one point because he was trying to get to New York. Yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I I was saying yelling as loud as I could. I said, "Man, yeah. you want something real scary? Have Lamelo go down, go to state." Yeah, I think that would be, you know, thing. not that I wanted it to happen. I just thought that 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 look would have been just that would have made you nervous. Yeah, for years to come, definitely. Because I mean, I I you you just saw it uh, with them coming out. Well. 
we got another one in the can. Yeah. Another yeah, episode so. done. Unfortunately, guys, uh, you've been watching, and the Lakers uh, did drop another one. So we'll see what that does to the standings here. Uh, we are either going to be in fifth, sixth, or seventh after tonight. Yeah. We'll find out in a second. We we need to make we need to get these five games. They're we need to get some momentum. You guys went back to six. Back to six. All right, tied for six. Can I can I can I, can I, can I chime in on this please, please do real quick before we go? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying, everybody. Daniel Artest here. Thank you for having me on the uh-huh, show. Daniel. dropping and everything. But uh, listen, everybody, you know what I'm saying? This, this, this is my issue with the Laker fans, all right? Y'all have a lot of championships and stuff. Y'all are a team of sustained excellence, right? You agree with me? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, y'all fans get so scary when y'all face a little bit of adversity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's kind of annoying. I'm like, listen, okay, LeBron just came back. AD just came back, you know? Okay, that's all right. You know, why they was out, y'all mad. Like, oh, we're struggling. Yes, y'all going to struggle when two of the top five NBA players, you know what I'm saying, two top five in players in the world are out. Your team is not financially built to sustain it. And y'all actually sustained it. Y'all defense was actually really good, you know? So I don't understand when, when um, you know. Any nerves y'all, at all. Y'all get, up, <laughs> y'all get upset. Y'all, y'all get upset because the, the Oh, this was what was supposed to happen. The Lakers are really built for three months, and that's the playoffs, pretty yep. much. Yep. You know, you rather okay if if they fall into the playing game mode, big deal. They're not going to lose that. You know, what I'm saying that whoever they play in the first round, you're going to have a focus. LeBron. It's like y'all just y'all just so scared to trust LeBron. It's just y'all scared of it because you know y'all love Kobe so much and everything. And you know, what I'm saying y'all just don't trust him. And it's just like okay, like LeBron always coming back in shape. And when has he actually lost? Inside of the playoffs, when was the last time that was what 2009 or something <laughs> like that? The last well, 2010, 11. 11. I'm sorry, 2011 is the last time he mm-hmm. lost inside of the final, you know, outside the finals. You know what I mean? So, y'all gotta start having more trust, man. You know what I'm saying? Like the energy, the energy flows everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And everybody gotta have that that positive energy. And it, it. And it starts with your fans because think about it there, there's not 10 20,000 people in Staples. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be, it's gonna be real different. You know what I mean? So stop acting like the sky is falling every single time, you know what I mean, y'all lose a game. Y'all going to be fine. And then we're going to circle back to this conversation right here. Y'all going to thank me later. Support the Daniel <laughs> Artest podcast. The purple and gold standards coming soon, all right? Love, stop playing. Hey. <laughs> Love you, Daniel. Hey, you're, you're hey, Daniel, Daniel man. Tonight. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, we. I appreciate all the encouragement you're giving the uh, Laker Town. I know you're a San Antonio fan, so we appreciate it's all basketball. the love you get for us. Yeah. It's basketball at the end of the day. Yeah. This is what I love about basketball so much, to be honest. I know I get a little passionate about it. Yeah. It's so awesome that you can't master this game. No matter how good anybody is, you know what I'm saying? You can't master it. You can't master this game. Yep. So, you know, you're going to have – basketball is life. You know, um, you're going to have your peaks and your valleys and stuff like that. You're going to have people doubting you. You're going to have self-doubt. Have but it's all problems. about this. Like when, when, the, when, the storm, when the storm is at its full tilt – Always have a goal, you know what I'm saying? And I always understand this because I live in South Carolina and my first week in South Carolina, we got hit by Hurricane Dorian. So <laughs> we in 140, well, we in 140 mile an hour winds for, for 30 hours straight, right? And I look at life like this. At the end of that, at the end of that hurricane, the sun shines, y'all. Every Sorry time. to get full up, for, you know what I mean? Every Sorry time. for spitting these gems and everything, but every time. So this is your dark moment right now. <laughs> y'all struggling. Y'all <laughs> in sixth place. Y'all going to the playoffs. But it's gonna be fine because y'all got top five. Y'all got two top five players coming back. 
They are working their way in. There's seven games left. It's not like it's one game left and y'all starting in the playoffs next week. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got a couple more weeks to get back into NBA shape. This thing is fun. This is just like a late season training camp. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Crying we we have to get you playing. out here, Daniel. We got you. Got to get hey, you out here in studio. Hey, Daniel, we're in LA. <laughs> yeah, for real. You owe us big time. Hey, Daniel. Well, to, to, give me the chair, to give me the chair, that's on court. You know uh, what I'm saying? Hey, man. <laughs> hey uh, Daniel. <laughs> what, what, is, what, what caught your eye? You're, we know you're a San Antonio fan. Um, it, it's been documented, but what caught your eye about that team that said, hey, I'm just going to rock with these guys? Okay, so I'm from New York City, you know, first and foremost. And, um, you know, I come from big, big streetball background. And one of my favorite streetball players go by the name of Sweet P, a.k.a. Lloyd Daniels. You know what I'm saying? I follow him since I was a kid, kid. So when, you know, he, he was in the league for a little bit and got to see him, he was on the Spurs too. So that was like one of my idols. And so that's where the Spurs thing came. Love and also, you know, hearing about Tim Duncan's story when before he got to Wake Forest. And I remember like his first game, he had zero points and everybody wrote him off. And I was just like, I'm going to stick with that guy because, you know, they say he wasn't good enough. And then all of a sudden, you know, he started getting better, you know, at, during his four years at Wake Forest and stuff too. And um, so, you know, that's what it is too as well. And then it also grew on my, my brother's AAU teammate, Speedy Claxton, also played for the Spurs too. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got so some connections there a little bit. Hey, yeah, Brent, I got a little bit of connections and stuff. Like we appreciate that. We got to get off the, we got to get off the podcast, but we hold on guys. And we'll holler at you after after we close Daniel, up the show. Daniel, thank you so much for yes, chiming sir. in. We always love when you join us oh. and uh, share some wisdom with us. Yeah, love is love. Thank you for having me on. I'll hey. wait you finish. Hey, oh yeah, love for, sure. Love. for sure. Thanks. Yeah, hold on. Thanks, everybody. Okay, uh, another great episode, yeah. right? Yeah, it was great. We're good. It was amazing. We're good. Okay, yeah, so we're going to shout out to Daniel Artest. Shout out to DA. Shout out to everybody who joined. Landon, uh, Josh, Crispy. Landon, Josh, Crispy. Shout out to all y'all for uh, supporting us, uh, supporting the Lakers, supporting basketball, everything. Uh, we are the Profanity Nation. We are the voice, the professional fan. We are here every Sunday night at 830. You can join us on the Los Angeles Lakers fun, uh, Fan Club on Clubhouse. You can join us on YouTube and Facebook, but be sure to follow us on Instagram. And if you definitely want to know what's going on with the Profanity Nation, y'all need to text Lakers to 22828. That's Lakers to 22828 and support our sponsors, Jesse Brown and Pure Life. Support our sponsors. That's right. That's All right. right. Hey, big shout out to Pat. He had a family emergency. He can make it today. All love to your brother. Next week is Mother's Day. Yep. We're not going to be in the studio, but you guys tune in. Great episode we're for gonna, you. We're going to redo a replay of Jason and Beverly Hills. You get to learn about how the Laker ring was made and a little bit about him. It's a great episode, and we'll holler at you in two weeks. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Profanity Nation, out. out. Jesse Brown with Keller Williams Realty. Keller Williams Realty of South Bay. Whether it's residential, commercial, buying, selling, or leasing, Jesse Brown does it all. 310-766-1660. Or visit her online, www.jessebrown.kw.com. Jesse Brown, habla espanol. 310-766-1660. Yeah, that was dope. Uh, I wanted to ask you this. I know your brother sold your ring. I'm not writing a story. I would let you know if I was writing something.